Palestinian Film Festival, October 5th to the 7th at the Fifth Avenue Cinema in downtown Portland. From Friday evening to Sunday afternoon, the theater will feature films by and about Palestinians and the Israeli occupation. The Stones Cry Out, a film about Palestinian Christians, will play on Friday, October 5th. Then, The Wanted 18, about the nonviolent struggle in Beit Sahur, and the herd of 18 cows that Israel deemed a national security threat. The Occupation of the American Mind, Steadfast Hope, and more. You can find a link to tickets for the event on kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. Check this out, folks. It is 7 p.m. and uh, on your radio station, this is KBOO Portland. And next is Keeping It Real. Stay tuned. Destination of death When I'm laying the rest I'm only saving my breath The northwest fills the lungs Kills the pain in my chest Take six quarters out of the pocket And drop it in the box Hop the 48 off to pay homage It stops often I jot my observations Watching citizens walking off Of the Joe Metropolitan yeah. Proletarians and wayward sons With old Filipino men Speaking in their native tongue And the day has just begun Greeted by the scent of a bum Smelling something like beer barf and dung A brother in Jalos in the back All alone there Marinating in a pair of half-broken headphones Mumbling rhymes Same time begin to pen mine Appreciating God's design Rewind sister Reminds me of a smile in the back of my memory Wonder if I see her again Will she remember me? I'm not trying to holler, I swear I'm just weary of the way we hop a ride And just sit there and stare Prepare for my nine o'clock work meeting A couple pale folks slide right by With no greeting But the people with my phenotype Follow with a head nod up Cause we acknowledge that fish what up what up what's going on portland welcome back it's another week we got a lot of great guests in the studio with us and we got some family as well uh returning uh this is your host aron and this is keeping it real shout out to nick deasy he's not able to make it today um but yeah let's go around and and introduce ourselves and what we do you can start us off yeah my name is jalen uh co-host of command culture radio um and what do i do yeah, Man, I mean, you know, I don't yeah. want to get in. I don't, don't want to get into that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I work. Uh, I work downtown in an office okay. building. And you're also a I used to work downtown. And I'm a creative. <laughs> yes. You sir. know, I like dabbling in all types of creative, different universes, whether it's music, videography, mm-hmm. drawing. I'm trash at drawing, but I might just scribble some Practice. writing. You know, yeah, exactly. You exactly. It's all about expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. it. It's all about expression. What's up? Man? Am I am I next? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. What's up, Portland? It's uh, Sean Lamont. I am an all around creative and also a teacher in a non traditional mm-hmm. high school setting. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's returning. He he he's not new a to the show. Guest. He over here yes. acting like he's new. Turns. <laughs> Second coming. Oh, it's on me. It's on me. Uh, my name is Philip Johnson. Uh, I am a creative. Uh, also, I'm a mentor. Uh, professionally with an organization uh, also I am a, a assistant pastor at my church you know so do that as well uh, so yeah that's me and I, I, I dibble and dabble with the music a little bit okay a little yeah, bit I like so. that versatility <laughs> he got a good resume a little yeah. bit of everything a <laughs> little bit that's balance right there for sure man definitely need the balance man man speaking of balance how has your weeks been man have y'all been doing your self-care you know man I've been I've been bad on myself these last few i'd say five days it's it's Mm. been a little rough but i'm getting back to self-care you know okay yeah yeah. Uh, for me i started actually i started a new regimen of self-care on the first and so i'm like three days into it and 
it's going fairly well, like most of the day. And then I'm, I'm struggling afternoons. So um, in the afternoons, I'm trying to play some things that are like life giving, like as I drive home from work. Yeah. Yeah, and I've kind of been just, you know, not really on it as much as I should be. So that's the place where I need to kind of beef it up a little bit. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of kind of quiet this week a little bit. Um, I say my self care being, you know, just a little bit of Netflix binging with the wife. Mm-hmm. So we've been on, uh, that's beautiful. You know, Wayward Pines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> my boy uh, Deshaun put us on to that. So Wayward Pines. You, you know, we finished that first season, man. So you know, we're looking forward to that that, that second that season, second one. Man. Okay. Uh, yeah, to touch man. on self care again, I just wanted to say, I've been so like bad about. Like I used to always be so anal about going to bed at a certain time, mm-hmm. and it it seems like reverse self care. But really, um, I've been seeing benefits in my life and my mood and everything yeah. by just going to bed when I'm tired. Yeah, wow. and I'll stay True. and I and, and if I'm not ready to go to bed, I'll just go work on some music, go do something. Like I'm not just watching TV. Like I, I'm productive. pushing myself to do something productive until like I'm like, all right, I'm actually tired. Okay. And so that that I just want to throw that in as another element of myself. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's 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 dope. That's yeah. dope. That's, that's really dope. dope. Um, so you know we talk about self care and productivity, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so do y'all see like a correlation between like let's say, um, you know, investing your time in something productive and like your success rate in life, or do you do you feel like, you know, it's okay to like sometimes to just do nothing with your time is, you know what I'm saying yeah. or do you feel like you have to be productive is there like a pressure um, um, you, you, you can go first I'll, I'll touch <laughs> on it a little quick um, okay. I definitely struggle with that that balance for myself a lot because like there are times where I just don't want to do anything you know mm-hmm. um, and I think it is important to give yourself a break here and there I feel like a lot of people get caught up in uh, constantly trying to occupy their time with uh activities or any type of work or anything like that um and what i figured out because I've, I've i've been on both sides of the spe- spectrum where like i'm either having too much free time alone or i'm doing too many activities at once and i don't have time to myself and one of the negatives of uh being too productive i've noticed is you don't have time with your own thoughts right. you know it, it's like you're just going through life like you don't even have time to reflect on what you're doing in life and who you're around and you know you don't have a lot of personal time and then the other half if you're just spending too much time being lazy or just <laughs> relaxing you know you just you're not get, having enough structure you know you start yeah. to get lost you start to like not you know realize like habits. you start yeah build bad habits you like i, I don't know me personally like I, I felt like i lack purpose you mm-hmm. know like i'm like what is what is my impact if i'm just sitting here and doing nothing you know just yeah. relaxing so mm-hmm. um Balance, like I said earlier, balance. Um, I think for me, I think I think there's a difference between a lack of productivity and rest. Um, I think that rest is something that is productive because like, you know you can't really be productive if you're not in a good pattern of rest. Like I think that's the balance there. It's like okay, when I when I'm not actually doing something that's quote unquote productive, am I able to rest and you know to to rest mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually in a way that rejuvenates and revives, you know, and puts me back in a place where I can be at my best when I'm productive. So mm-hmm. I think it's a balance of the two, like realizing that to not be doing something and resting is not necessarily a lack of productivity, but then also there are times where you just kind of are wasting time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And yeah, understanding sure, the sure. difference between the two of those. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I want to take a quick second and welcome um, Tevin and Kayla. Welcome to the what show. What up? What up? What up? Hey. How we doing? Good, man. I think Michaela's just like mad drain because she had to take a test. It's been a, a long day for her. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Hi. So, hey. uh, you know, let's 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 take a, a quick turn and let's let's talk about y'all projects. Oh, uh, yeah. I know y'all sent me a couple of uh, songs. Yeah. Word, word. Yeah. So, uh, what can y'all tell me uh, about uh, Parade? I, I mm. like the video. Yeah, okay, okay, man. Parade is a song that I did. Um, you know, uh, featuring my boy uh, Sean Lamont and Keisha Beer from uh, Seattle. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> home from y'all. Oh, uh, okay, that's home yeah. for you. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, man. Um, gosh, just decided to up and do like a solo project. I'm part of a group called Lifted. And uh, just been writing for like a long time. And so this is like the stepping outside of the box for me. And like, let's do this like a solo, like EP with like a five to eight songs, man. And, um, you know, this called God is Able. Um, but the whole entire project or whatnot is just 
more so what we like to call like tension writing, you know, where we really don't, you know, solve issues. We kind of just lay it out there and kind of just let it be right there. But Parade was different as far as like a single from the project, as far as just like something kind of celebratory. So it's more so like, you know, using uh, surfing and, and, and beach time as like a metaphor for like not allowing other people or life circumstances to rain on your parade, you know, and it's just like, you know, just riding the waves, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, for sure. you know, sometimes we always think we got to try to fight against some things sometimes. Sometimes it's just about like how you kind of go through it, you know, can um, it's not just about the destination, as they say, but like the journey. It's the journey. So parade kind of just kind of hits in that little space right there. And it's fun. You know what I'm saying? So uh, my wife made the uh, the video, her first one. Shout out to Ambrosia Johnson. Hey. <laughs> Our growth media, man. And so like, yeah, man. And so it was a learning experience and like the process of it all um, artistically has just been uh, something that I've really appreciated. Um, and so, man, I'm excited. I've been learning in this season just to be a little bit more grateful mm-hmm. just about any opportunity or whatever um, is allowed to be produced in this season and not just allowing things just to you know be like oh that's just that like nah man it's, that's big celebrate that so parade yeah, yeah. that song was beautiful that's good and, and, and shout out shout out to Don Christian uh, for yeah. doing like productions he Seattle too you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what beach were y'all at we were at uh, Seaside Seaside that was Seaside yeah mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah the vibes look good I mean <laughs> yeah, I was barbecuing you had Bruh, it was fun the kids was it there was really like fun. it was a very positive video Is yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, what, so, where can we find it? Uh, YouTube. The oh. song is available on all digital platforms, and then the the videos on YouTube on his his personal oh, page. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. You want to shout out your personal page? Uh oh, what YouTube? Yeah. Oh yeah, just Philip Johnson Jr. Man, you can look it up like that. And we got mm-hmm. Delphine uh, uh, already skewing the song for us, so we're gonna take a break. We are gonna listen to the song, and we'll be right back. Dope, dope, dope. We know the one, and we on the way. So we've been living surfs up every single day. And they won't rain on our parade. Ay. We don't got no time to play. We can press the one and see that God always made a way. Yeah, he always made a way. Care less of what a hater say. Captain of the ship, I come to see and he made the way. So we ain't trying to catch you when it's in the bag. Proud of any Gucci, them is some expensive fans. You've been buying happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they won't rain on our parade Cause we in the sun They in the shade 
gang Boy, that's just the way we move Boy, that's just the way we move all right, and that song was Parade uh, featuring Keisha. Keisha, Keisha Beard. Keisha Beard. Beard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have Philip and Sean Lamont in the studio with us today. Um, so I know you have another song out, mm-hmm. um, and the song was called Check Me Out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that artist is featuring who? who is Nahi Ashane. Nahi Ashane. Uh-huh. And let's talk about, and we have. Uh, a powerful voice here today with us. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about women and 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 music, right? Okay. So you have multiple women who are uh, producing, rapping with you, right? So mm-hmm. talk to me about that. How did you make those collaborations? What was that process like? And what do you think? Uh, and and I want to hear your opinion on that as well. Um, how important is it for women to play a role in hip hop today? And how do you think that impacts our future generations? It's a loaded question. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's start with you. <laughs> That's like a five-part question. Hey. Yes. Take your time. <laughs> um, I think that it's important to obviously have women in all different um, careers and like creative spaces just because um, female-identified people need to see themselves represented in all capacities of life. And also, especially in music, because, you know, there's always like this mantra of like, the cattiness you know with like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and stuff like that it's like good to see females in hip-hop like doing positive things whether it's like collaborating with men or just collaborating with other females or you know working as a team so like there's a producer that's a female and then there's an artist that's a female and they're working on the same song or same album um so just trying to like promote the positivity and stuff it's just like always it's never a bad thing you know yeah yeah I agree with that. Um, I think that, you know, female voices are just as important as male voices. I think that, you know, oftentimes when we are, when we exist in male dominant spaces, then we kind of get used to that. Um, And like she said, there's oftentimes a stigma that comes with being a female in this space. But I think the thing that I appreciate the most is when you have um, different expressions, um, different, different um, expressions of art and creativity through, you know, um, what is the word diverse voices mm-hmm. and so for me it's never it's never a you know oh, what dude is going to sound dope on this it's who who sounds the best what voice fits the song the best mm-hmm. um, who 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 will bring out the creativity the most and so you know male female whatever it never you know that never crosses my mind when I'm creating music I'm like oh this would be dope you know what I'm saying I want the music to be the best that it can be and whoever can bring that to the table is the person that brings that to the table so yeah, I think uh, saying the the who instead of like what type of you know gender I think is when you just get into like a creative space to think about like just thinking creatively, um, I think it opens up the door for so much more, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, like we have someone in our crew named B Angelique who's like just a dope MC. <laughs> Shout out to B Angelique, <laughs> <laughs> just a dope MC man. And so like, um, and then my wife is just a dope creative as far as like, you know, whether it's making jewelry or whether it's clothes or t-shirts or whether, whether it's doing a video or whether it's doing- Choreography. Choreography, I forgot she was, that's <laughs> how I met her, man. She was a dance choreographer, so yeah. Um, just, just you know, I think it's good to have um, the female experience added to um, as sis was saying over here, like in any genre or any uh, career field or whatnot, um, it's good to have that perspective and that voice in there, man. I think we'd be missing out on like, you know, a, a, a lot of perspective in that, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So uh, before we play the song, I just kind of wanted to ask y'all like about y'all processes, right? I, I mean, we have so many great minds in the same room. It's, it's crazy <laughs> right. right now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, like as a coach, I'm very in love with the process of like sitting there and like... <laughs> drawing plays like mm-hmm. my free time or like mm-hmm. I think about kids it's times like how they could improve it like if they open up their stride or you know little things like that mm-hmm. um, what is that like when it comes to like producing videos music you know what I'm saying like teaching whatever like in ev- all your walks of life right what is that process like for y'all it's mm-hmm. a good question man the process is different every time for me honestly okay. like okay. uh I mean, I try to get it down to the science as much as I can because mm-hmm. as much as I'd love it, I'd love to just go in and crank out a song, just boom, 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 boom. But honestly, like, if you're really trying to create different content every time you go into the lab or into the studio or whatever type of creative arena you're in, 
um, you're going to challenge yourself to like approach it differently and see what you could grow from different starting points. Um, so for me, a lot of it is just kind of like breaking down my process and actually trying to figure out where I want to start at um, and constantly redefining my process. Mm. Um, I do have some, you know, set things that I like to do when I when I make a song or anything like that. Like, But a lot of it's just off impulse, honestly, like what I feel like adding at the moment, you know, because mm. it all comes in at different angles and at different times, uh, the inspiration. So uh, the big part is not forcing it for me. Mm. That's dope. Uh, um, I think for me, like he said, there, there's no like um, I don't think that there's no cookie cutter way that I approach it. For me, I like I create at the the pace of inspiration for the most part, and so like it, it just depends on like what I'm creating. You know what I'm saying? Like if it if it's a song like I'm writing, or if it's a song that I'm producing, or like a melody that I come up with, like all it just happens in different spaces and different times and different points of inspiration. True. And so. I think the the only thing that's consistent is kind of like kind of like a basketball player with mechanic you know a basketball player's mechanics yeah. of how like you know if you go to do a layup you know how to do a layup and so I think that those are the things that are probably consistent in the process but as far as the inspiration itself and the creativity itself you kind of just follow wherever the creativity takes you mm-hmm. and allow that to be that because if you if you try to like say okay I'm inspired to do you know to do a song and I have this idea to do a song and then I kind of fit it into this box then you can almost kind of choke out some of the creativity as opposed to kind of letting it go where it's going to go and so like even with PJ's project with God is Able mm-hmm. a lot of the process has been like okay well you know let's just let's just let the creativity be the creativity let's not think about song structure let's not think about you know three verses in a hook mm-hmm. let's just write you know yeah. let's just write let's you know come up with melodies just fill the music fill the concept out and then later we can come back and say okay well the way that this is written, it needs to be a double hook. You know, the way that this is written, there should be a pre-chorus right here. The way that this is written, you should have eight bar verses instead of 12 bar verses. You know, like all that process comes with the mechanics of like, you know, song structure and, you know, what it's going to sound like sonically as a finished product. But as far as the creative process goes, it's just kind of wherever the creativity takes you. And you can feel that when you hear the music mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that comes through. Yeah, yep. for real. Whether you were just flowing and doing going mm-hmm. through ideas, or if you were just like, we're gonna do this way, this way, this way. You know, yep. you can facts. Tell. Yep. facts. Yeah, man. I, I like this process for this project is like actually really just taught me like a whole lot and took the creativity to another level because like Deshaun's like ideas on like song structure is just like just dope, man. I, I hadn't been introduced to anything where it's just like, man, let's just let's just get it out you know it's not rigid you know what i'm saying music is just like creative let's just make the music like that and so i would say recently just thinking about that question like i found most of the easiest inspiration for me like as far as like all oh, to come up with like a melody or or something or at least the rhythm or the pocket for a certain beat or a track that's made i found just being in motion man like if i'm walking or if i'm like in a car and I'm just playing the track as I'm driving. It's like, oh, shoot, it just hit me like that. Yeah. You know, and so I'm just like, let me get the two-track voice recorder out, press record, you know, kind of at least get the idea, like, bleh, just throw it all right there. Mm-hmm. And it may sound bad, you know what I'm saying, as far as just like, oh, you know, but uh when we when i'm get back into like a city space, I'm able to like, okay, now let me piece, let me piece this together. Okay. You know, put the yeah. puzzle together like that. Later. So like it's like puzzle pieces now that I think about it, man. Just like, okay, where does this fit? You know, so yeah, yes, that's dope. What about you, Tevin? <laughs> I know you've been kind of quiet today. <laughs> I'm just observing, observing. You feel okay. me? Um, man, I guess what my process is, uh, <laughs> I guess what my process is really, I, I, something has to happen. Like I have to see something to like get inspired. So like. If I'm watching a TV show, I'll go to a concert, like, or I see something on the news or TV, I'm like, oh, I should do something like that. But, like, I think how I do it is, like, I organize a structure, I build walls, and then I become creative within those walls. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like instead of just, like, being creative and then structuring, it's almost like, I get the structure down and the foundation and then I'd be creative. Okay. So it's like, let me, okay, I want to do a, for instance, like I want to do, I'm in the whip. I hear that Kendrick Lamar, like lust song. Mm-hmm. I want to do a video for it. Boom. All right. Well, let me get, let me get my video guy on board. Let me talk to him about the idea. Let me create a Google doc mm-hmm. 
that has like here's the run of show of how we would do things here's the color here's the scenes how it would look and then from there it's collaboration so i'll share that google doc with multiple people see what they ha have but i'll still be up top like managing it yeah. and still and putting my ideas so like like with, with what we're about to talk about later yeah. like pretty much like i did the the bones and the structure and the heartbeat of that and then i brought on collaborators to help fill everything out mm -hmm. but i'm still like directing it as still a the skeletal frame the ske so i just set the skeleton and so it's pretty much like i'll set the bone structure and the skeleton and then i'll collaborate with people to fill out the blood and all that oh, you know what I'm anatomy. wow yeah. that's that's a, that's a real cool metaphor and yeah. on that note um we're gonna play take me out and then we're gonna get back and we're gonna talk about your projects thank you does that sound yeah. good don't yeah. yeah. go Check me out, uh, gone and check me out. Uh, I stay checking in, baby. Ain't no checking out. Woo. I said, a shame got the juice. He said, the regard is mutual. We just been juicing the fruit. Like throw a juice bar in the studio. Always been lost, boy. I put a call in the roofio. Peter Pan taking out, boy. I take a bells when they cue the flow. Guess who I do it for? Signal ring, secure the scroll. Hear ye tell who you know. Ambassadors and mutable. So go ahead and check me out. Nothing I'm pressed about. My life's bow before the throne, my crown cast from a breast, my scalp. Genuine faith have been tested out. Credit was given like testing out. All of my suffering is documented. I know my character's checking out. Perseverance and hope, you pure van go. The journey is art, the ride is so luxury like the steering Lambo. Yeah, it's really that dope. I'm having a blast. Grab a glass, no, like reading as toast. I'm feeling first class, even if I said coach. Give him a reason to check me out. I treat a beat like I'm Wreck-It Ralph. Flip a deuce, he's like I checked it out. I'm with the king, come check it out. Check me out, uh, gone and check me out. Uh, I stay checking in, baby, ain't no checking out. I got a glee when they check me out. I'm with the team when they check me out. Mirror the king when they check me out. Give him a reason to check me out. Check me out, uh, gone and check me out. Uh, I stay checking in, baby, ain't no checking out. I got a glee when they check me out. I'm with the team when they check me out. Mirror the king when they check me out. Give him a reason to check me out. I sell him, I got the sauce. He said that you, I'm just dipping in. I play my part with no pause. Got open the doors, the whole tick, I'm walking in. New ways, bent found, boy. Proof in the squad down at OGN. New waves, new sound, boy. Open the files and get it in. I got too many to feed. I'm in the kitchen, I'm whipping the eats. We got the jewels, we got the sauce. Chop up the samples to eat with the team. I ain't go. Adam Rich with the flow. Man versus the beat, they be checking the show. I'm trying to shine, they trying to hate. They throw the shade, but I got the glow, hey. Truth be told, what I told you, boy, you'll never know. I'm I don't give it time, I don't give it shine I just live my life and enjoy the show, yo, yo I really don't get it, well, if they looking, I really don't feel it Little tongue gotta be shining by the minute Eat on like traps, so I'm really gon' kill it Look, look, I'm checking in, they check me out I check within, I look deep down So profound, I confound life of seeing I give them a reason to check me out I fight the beat and I knock it out I got it going, they looking for me I'm with the king, come check me out Check me out, uh, go on and check me out uh, I stay checking in, baby Ain't no checking out I got a glee when they check me out. I'm with the team when they check me out. Mirror the king when they check me out. Give him a reason to check me out. Check me out. Uh, gonna check me out. Uh, I stay checking in, baby. Ain't no checking out. I got a glee when they check me out. I'm with the team when they check me out. Mirror the king when they check me out. Give him a reason to check me out. Hey, check me out. Man, that was amazing. Hey. Huh? And that was both of you guys? No, I was just him. Okay. Yeah, you, Remember, yeah. I think last time he was on here, I was like, "Man, you remind me of Boss." Yeah, hey, he. <laughs> maybe, he it's just, flow, maybe it's man. maybe it's the beard. Yeah, that, that was check me out. Now he beard Shane, gang, right? Featuring uh, Sean Lamont. Uh, can y'all do y'all plug in real quick? Let's. Where can we find y'all? Oh man, all like I said, it's all on social, all uh, not social, man. All uh, media outlets, man, and all, all streaming outlets, man. Philip Johnson Jr. or Sean Lamont. Uh, tell me how you spell that, man. Uh, Sean Lamont is S H A U N uh, space L A M O T T on Instagram. It's Lamont Speaks L A M O T T Speaks, um, and that's where you can find me at. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So we're gonna switch lanes a little bit, man. So um, my guy Tevin's on uh, on air with us today, and um, wait, Jalen, is that bro? Is that a new hoodie? 
<laughs> it's a few weeks old. Like y'all are friends. I'll say like, bro, that, you know, recognize the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty comfortable. It's got Adidas, the little thumb holes, you know. It's nice, man. Yeah, man. I was like, bro, is it, is it that running. cold out? You look like so? you're about to go run yeah, a couple man. of miles. Yeah. Shoot, I might be. Hey, <laughs> like it, healthy lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, you know, you sent me an article today, uh, or was it? You sent me the article a couple of times, but you sent me the link today too. Okay. Yeah. Um, the art of sports article. Tell me a little bit about. Oh, that. Oh, brother, I just I sent that to you like uh, you just sent now. It to me. Yeah. Dang. So. So tell me a little bit about that, bro. So pretty much, dog. Like y'all ain't gonna believe me if I told you this, but pretty much like the uh, one of the, my mentors at Adidas had referred me to this cat named Matthias, uh-huh. and I connect with him like last year. Remember that? Remember the Kobe Bryant thing? <laughs> So, I remember I was telling Jalen about this, like, last year, and dude was telling me, like, you know, hey, like, I, I really want you to help out with the brand and, you know, set the tone and, and, and help with films in the future and all this. And I was like, yeah, it's good. Like, you feel me? And he's like, yeah, man, we got Kobe on board, and, you know, he's one of the founders, and, and we got James Harden. And I was just like, you know, yeah, that's what's up. Like, that's cool. I was like. You know, but then, you know, it's like, you know, Kobe, you know, James Harden, yeah, okay. Like, it's like 50-50, yeah. you feel me? So, he brings on this cat named Ty, and he's like, yo, like, you know, he's like, hey, I'm connecting with Ty. He's in charge of our marketing, and I want you guys just to connect. So, I connect with Ty like two, three weeks ago, and he's like, yo, man, I used to work at Under Armour. Um and I used to work at Under Armour, and, and now I'm, you know, doing this art of sport thing. And, you know, we, we're just talking about videos. He's like, what would you want to do in the future for us and all that? And pretty much it's like art of sport is like, you know, deodorant. It's like it's like all Spice, but it's like for athletes. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like talking to him, and I'm still like, all right, cool, you know. So he sends me a message, and he's like, hey, like, bruh, would you mind, um, you know, do you want to link up with this writer because we're going to start doing blog posts on our website for Art of Sport. And, you know, uh, would you want to link up with this writer who who's wrote for GQ, who's wrote for Bleacher Report, like uh, everything, bro. Nice kicks, all that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, bro, it's pretty funny. legit. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll connect with them. Sure thing. No worries. Um, and I connect with bro, and bro is just mad connected. We vibe out. I talk to him, like, for, like, 30 minutes on the phone, a little cool little interview. And um, so this morning, I'm thinking, like, nothing of it. I'm like, okay, bro, like, you know, this yeah. is, you know. I wake up, I go on social media, and I see Kobe post something <laughs> on, on Instagram, and it's I like. I saw that today, too. I saw it on ESPN. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like. I was like. They weren't playing. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, remember we talked about yep, this? Yep, yep. Like, I told you, I was like, yeah, bro, it's this thing called, like, artist sport. It's like deodorant, and I think Kobe. I told Jalen about this, like, months ago. Yeah. And I woke up, and I saw it, and I was just like, yo, there's no way. And they just launched their website and Instagram mm-hmm. today. And I saw, like, Harden post about it, and I saw all these different athletes post about it who are, like, well-known. Yeah. And I was like, oh, bro, they weren't playing. So I'm driving home, and I'm, like, watching their, like, Instagram followers, like, jump by the second, like, I think it started at zero. Now they're at like 30,000, like right now, because of Kobe. And I go on uh, I go on my email because I'm like, all right, I know I got an article coming out with them soon. And I see this cat from like U of O, like the Warsaw, like marketing. It's like business school. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, like, sure enough, like, I was really, I was looking at this uh, article on ESPN. I checked their website and you're like, front page. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, bro, what? Stop I was like, I was like, nah, like what? And then sure enough, bro, I just went there and I was like, oh shoot, like this, this happened quick. Dang. But see, this has been ha- like, cause now it, it sounds like everything happened quick, but you've been putting in work, like for a long time. We talked yeah. about you putting in work, like. I remember I was nervous. Remember that one time we walked out and I was like, yeah, bro, I don't like, and why yeah. nothing ain't happening. Yeah. I remember that saying? moment, man, and, and you still put in your time, your hours, and, and now all these opportunities are showing up, right? Which brings me up to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you sent me the script, yeah. right? And I told you I was going to get through it. No, nah, yeah, I, did, I appreciate right? it. And, you know, as I was reading through the script, man, I started like, Man, like I felt like I was in there. Like I could see 
like those scenes, right? Yeah. Everything was so like to the point that you could put yourself in the scenes and you could, you know, like visualize yeah. everything happening, man. It's and, like reading a book. Yeah, and like my heart started beating faster every time something's about to happen. And, you know, I don't want to give too much. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to let you talk about it. But just kind of talk about your script. Mm-hmm. Talk about the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the significance behind each character, yeah. right? And it just, you know, what, whatever you could give me. Uh, so, bruh, so pretty much, like, the script really came about because, like, I'm from the Bay Area, and, like, I saw, like, a bunch of, like, racist stuff happening over the summer. Mm-hmm. So, like, this this white lady had randomly called the police on, like, you know, this group of black individuals at the lake. They called it Barbecue Becky. Mm-hmm. And it went viral. And then I was like, wow, what's going on? The next week, um, this late little girl was trying to sell lemonade, or not trying to sell water, outside of her house. And her her mom couldn't afford to take her to Disneyland. So she was trying to, like, gain money for that. And this, this white lady, like, and I called the police on her and said, like, nah, you need a permit for that. And I saw it in the news again. I was just like, bro, like, what? In the Bay? This is, like, one of the most progressive, like, diverse places in the country like there's no way this could be happening so third thing happens this dude literally is trying to is he has his own lemonade store in frisco and literally bruh like the this white dude saw saw him go open in the store call the police said he's breaking into the store and it's like his own store police got there he's like bro this is my own store showed him everything so I'm like, bro, this is crazy to see happen in the Bay. Yeah. And then the final straw happened, bro. This girl named Nia Wilson, rest in peace, she was riding with Bart back to her uh, her house. Her and her sister, she got her throat slit open and killed. And then the uh, her sister, like, lived to see it, but she got her throat sliced open too. And the dude just stood over and they said, like, oh, he's crazy, he's schizophrenic. But mind you, this wasn't a police officer killing a black girl. This is like a just crazy just maniac you know what i'm saying so it's just like crazy to see like how gentrification is like at an all-time high because you know portland it took years but the bay area is happening so fast because it's so expensive people from san francisco are moving over to oakland and it's kicking black people out and raising the prices Mm -hmm. so I think you're gonna say something. oh nah so it's like the the script just came so i got together with some homies and like like a team of like twenty people, and we we pretty much just developed this this script and this uh, this pitch deck where essentially it was just like it's about these three teenagers that are uh, about to go off to college in Oakland, mm-hmm. and literally the summer that before they go to college they literally see like all this stuff happening. So at, on the last episode, their best friend gets killed. Uh, which is the girl named Zarina. Mm-hmm. It's Jordan Oba and Zarina, and Zarina ends up getting killed on the last episode, and then they have to go off to college to to literally, like, it's almost like Lion King. <laughs> like, <laughs> you see Simba deals with, like, the BS, you know, like, before he sees Pride Rock in, in, in flames, and then he has to go off to college and learn about everything, and then he has to come back and defend. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. So, um... Talk to me a little bit about your process, right? Yeah. So, you know, you know, I love the process. Yeah. I love the nitty and the gritty. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so talk to me a little bit about that process, man. Like, so um, I read a lot of scripts for uh, for Atlanta because I know, like, we, everybody be watching that show. So I read a, I read Fruitvale Station, the, the script that they had, the screenplay they had for there. And then I read uh, the script that they had for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, bro, I pretty much just wrote like a got together with some homies and we wrote like a character description of each character. And Jordan is my middle name, yeah. and uh, Lopes is is a Cape Verdean last name. So my last name is Cape Verdean. So I just like Lopes is a common Cape Verdean last name. So I put that there. And Oba is one of the homies that actually lives here in Portland. And uh, his last name is Nigerian, so I, that's one of my homies' last names. And then Zarina, so actually Oba means ruler in like Egyptian, like uh-huh. African culture. And then Zarina is like golden child in like African uh, Muslim culture as well. And her last name is Wilson, so the girl who got killed is Nia Wilson. Yeah. So, bro, I just like wrote out the scenes, planned wanted it, bro, and wrote out a summary of each scene and then me and the homies just went back and added dialogue 
So, like, say I was like, all right, uh, Jalen in this scene is going to go to the store and then he's going to get a Reese's and then he's going to drive to the gym, whatever. So I, I, I write a summary of what's going to happen and then I just add in dialogue and say, all right, Jalen enters the house and he then the cashier says this and then Jalen says this. So it's like how, how I write it is literally like a summary of what I want and yeah. then I take that summary and I put dialogue into it. Okay. Um, so this, this is an open question to everybody, right? So we all work in, in, in like it, on creating impact some way, somehow, right, in everything we do. Um, so with things like that, though, such as this script, right, mm-hmm. um, when I read that, I saw so many different themes that I thought were so relevant on many yeah. different ways, even here in Portland today, yeah. right? Um, so what kind of impact would your music, you know what I'm saying, or, or the work that you do, your radio show, right, um, what kind of impact are you looking to make with those? I mean, this is an open question for everybody. Um, I think one new approach I've been taking is trying to make people think in different ways. Um, for me, it's not necessarily highlighting the same issues and talking about them. It's more of like putting them in a different light and making people think about them differently. Um, that's been a different approach I've been taking my music mm-hmm. I mean I don't really write so like the extent to my messages come through in production which a lot of people don't really key into anyway but um yeah I've been I've been really focused on like trying to make people think in different ways and from different perspectives right um so that's huge for me okay um bro I just want to make people feel you know what I mean so like I just try to like cut down to I really just try to like what's going to be the message that makes people feel something after they watch it so like I know if I feel something then I know the audience will you know what I'm saying yeah for sure but yeah Michaela go ahead okay um I guess with my radio show I just want to like impact you know girls and women and female identified people and like let people know it's okay or let them know it's okay to be like crazy and loud and funny and like love yourself and think you're like the best thing ever and love Beyonce and just like <laughs> I don't know I just love my radio <laughs> I love my radio show she like, should do it four times a, four times a month it's just so fun you should and do it more often yeah maybe I don't know I just am like a very realistic person and like that's just the time commitment that I have right now is once yeah. a month and I feel like yeah. it gives me time to really like process because I'm like very analytical and kind of like detailed as far as like work and things like that mm-hmm. um so I like to like have at least a month to like get my document together for my guests and like pull different articles and stuff like that but yeah okay so what about uh oh sorry you I was gonna say just speaking of that bro if y'all like really are about about that action really about that action bro mm-hmm. i would i would try to bro like last minute i would just try to cop beyonce and jay-z tickets tomorrow bro mm. if how much y'all, are they going for bro i mean they're i mean go to club carter have a ball no i mean bro it's just like <laughs> it's not nah, bro if y'all it please it's bro. so good nah, i'm telling you like please bro i talked to the homie emmanuel last mm-hmm. weekend bro like i really if y'all can like take off work whatever y'all gotta do tomorrow it's it the show really don't start till nine yeah. you know what i'm saying so bro like if y'all can look on StubHub, whatever you gotta do it's worth the trip to seattle bro because tomorrow is the last night it's gonna be so oh, i'm not even fronting with you no for real, yeah. i'm not fronting with you bro i low-key i low-key might buy me and michaela tickets to go up there again to bro tomorrow no, uh, wait, but I'm. It, it's I not. I literally hey, threw you, out my back at the concert. I'm not even. I'm not even, bro. Bro, no. Oh God, like, bro, we went. We went last week, and I'm not even fronting with you. If we were to drive up there tomorrow, what time do you get off? I don't like four thirty. <laughs> See, bro. Nah, but the thing is, the concert. The concert really don't start till like nine nine thirty. You can, yeah. You, if you leave like a four thirty, you make it by like seven. I'm I'm an expert on that. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Like I know, bro. So that's what I'm saying, bro. It's worth it, bro. Yeah, I, but he, hey, we were on the floor. Work, like we I wouldn't want to. We got we got parent teacher conferences tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so we definitely oh, I can't yeah. make it. 
because them kids gonna show up to the concert and get me if I'm not there. Yeah, for like real. I'm the Arkids. Uh, but yeah, yeah. but so I'm just, sure. but I'm just, but I'm like dog. I'm really just telling y'all like dog. I'm not even lying when I tell y'all that was the best concert I've been to in my life. Okay. And when I really, bro, I'm not even lying on God. He barely danced. Or like saying probably like, like watching every little detail <laughs> about the video. Bro, but nah, bro, I was. I was, bro. But but bro, like nah, I'm not even I don't even care, bro. I don't even care. I'm not lying. Is that I'm, how you show joy? He, he no, from, no. He from the Bay for real, bro. Hey. Nah, bro, but I'm I'm dead, bro. I'm I'm okay. dead. I'm dead serious like y'all. This Tell that concert was, was like this had nothing to do with the original no, bro, question. Like, I know, like, I'm gonna let y'all go. Like, like, I'm man, just saying, like, bro. Calm like, down. Hey, got the flow real tell. quick. Calm I feel him down. <laughs> I, I hear you, brother. Like I know they they all on there, but I hear bro, it was, there'll it be was, some <laughs> concerts like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm like that with Blue Scholars. That's I, y'all don't know them, but they're a group from I hey. I know how you feel. Salute. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about y'all. What 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 kind of impact are we making? Man, well, you know, just mentoring, uh, you know, young young African American males, man, and um, I think more the impact that I desire to to kind of see from the things I do is more so on a uh, young younger aspect, young men, mm-hmm. um, and then also, man, just creating, um, trying to plant that uh, husband father. Uh, thing into them man um you know i kind of see a lot of uh broken homes in our in our community you know what i'm saying and so my thing is is if by my example of how i live it out uh, it'll come out through my music um if it's preaching it'll come out through that um if it's a, a script that we writing or working on it'll come out through that if it's a video to come out through that yeah. um you know what they say like you know art imitates life so yeah. that's what i live so uh, hopefully it comes out through those things and then also just naturally how we just interact man yeah, you know sure. so more like on a personal level to a, a touching people man and so um and hopefully it creates like like just a vibe where you know somebody else can like feel or see something you know and it, and it vibrate in their home you know what i'm saying and so um just planting seeds and uh just watching it grow man so that's that's that kind of investment yeah that's investment man investment. yep yep I think for me, well, he kind of he kind of stole mine a little bit, but come on, man, come on, man. <laughs> he, he kind of stole mine. Great mine. I'm 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 gonna put it into um into into action terms. Okay, don't don't don't. <laughs> um, so it's two things for me. It's um authentic interactions and mm. also modeling the value of diversity. And so I think that those two things are really really important for me as an African American male, um, especially in music and especially in the space that I exist in, as far as like our setting, as far as non traditional high schools go. And so like through music, I think. Um, that happens through being able to write honestly and transparently about common themes. So themes that um, not just my worldview wrestles through, not just my experience wrestles through, but that transcends other other experiences and yeah. kind of captures the human experience. And then writing from that place, like he, like he was saying with attention writing, is saying, okay, this is not um, this is not just your experience or your experience. This is our experience, the human experience, and writing from that place honestly um, and, and telling truth from that place honestly. So I think that that's how it happens through music for me. And then also um, just in everyday interactions, like the whole learning to, to model the value of diversity, like especially um, in the space that we exist in as far as the, the high school setting goes. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I got a student who is Hispanic who ever since last year, like this kid is hard, like mom, like we, our relationship is really dope. He's like one of my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, He's challenged me to step outside of my cultural lens and to understand him through the lens of his culture. Um, and that's been really, really dope for me, like to the point of me learning how to say things in Spanish, to me learning why, you know, the way that he dresses is important to him, why, um, you know, how they value um, understanding um, how to carry on legacy through, you know, those who passed and who, 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 you know, paved the way before them, things like that. Like I've learned that through my interactions and my relationship with him. And so it helps me to value diversity outside of my experience. And the more that I do that, the more that I become diverse and the more that I can model that. That is, man, that's such a dope con- uh, um, concept, I think, when it comes to just this idea that, you know, in, in America, you get to see, you know what I'm saying, people from all over the world, different mm-hmm. cultures, different walks of life. Um, but it's, I, I think lately, when I like, you know, look at arguments on TV, like CNN or whatever, or, you know, I, I go through my Facebook and I scroll down and I see people tearing each other up. 
<laughs> you know, like Man. over a margarita flavor or whatever. Man. Like, Facts. I think nowadays uh, I see a lot of arguments happen for the sake of proving a point mm -hmm. rather than for the sake of like just understanding where other people, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. where they come from or, or uh, their perspective. Because mm -hmm. uh, I feel like people listen just to prove a point now. They'll mm -hmm. be like, oh, you gave me some loophole. I'm going to take that and. I'm gonna right. make you feel bad because right. you said this point, right? But mm -hmm. it's not like cool, man. Like that's where you come from. That's your background. That's your history, and that's your your vision on that. Yeah. Cool. Like I respect. That. I don't have to comment on it. Mm -hmm. You know, like my approval doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. But that's real talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but like understanding somebody and like just seeing, you know, especially some something like a student, a kid yeah. who's been pounded down by our public school system, and they mm -hmm. come to you and they already have all these traumas and fears yeah. of education. Yeah. And you got to make them fall in love with education again. Right. I think there is no better way than to be in their shoes. Yeah, and, and so, I, I think a lot of times, too, what it boils down to is I think people are just afraid to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. you know? And what I mean by that is oftentimes it's uncomfortable to not know the answer. It's uncomfortable to not understand. It's not. It's uncomfortable to not be the person whose culture is valued. It's uncomfortable to be in that space. Yeah, sure. And that and that's what our relationship has been, like me and this particular student. Like, you know, he came in and at first I was like, okay, is he joking? You know, like he would challenge me on a lot of things. I'm like, maybe that's just like his, you know, that's his nature, like that's his character, that's just how yeah. he is. But what I began to realize is that in that it was like, no, I'm asking for my culture to be, you know, respected and valued and understood and you're getting frustrated because you don't understand that, you right. know? And the more right. that I made myself uncomfortable, I'm like, okay, well, you teach me, like, help me understand, you know, right. like, it, it's impacted how I do curriculum, it's impacted how I engage with students across, you know, different cultural lines, like, it's it's, it's had a huge impact on my life. Yeah. And so, like, I think that to put yourself in a position to be uncomfortable at times and to not have the answer, to not know, to maybe not understand, is sometimes the best thing that you can do because you learn a lot from that position and it's humbling, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then you get for a chance sure. to value what you learn and understand. Okay, and so it's, it's about that time. Um, I'm gonna ask each and every individual in here to talk, you know, to leave. I always do this at the end of my show. I just wanna know what message would you leave to people, right? Like, if this show was done today, and, like, this is the last thing that they have to listen to, right? Like, what message would you leave out there for people? Man, uh, ever since Sean talked, what you said at the beginning has just been echoing through my head. You said authentic interactions. Um, I think that's something a lot of people downplay nowadays. Mm -hmm. Or at least that they don't really know what it is. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, you know, challenge yourself to have authentic interactions and be 100% yourself with the people you come face to face with. Um, I would say eat good food and travel. Nice. Um, keep your faith up. Love always. Um, embody your relationships with people, and uh, yeah, be healthy. And eat good food. Eat good food, yes, sir. All of that, all of that, all no. <laughs> Top um, ten. I guess based on you know just the spe the headspace that I'm in right now with what we just talked about, I would say be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. yeah, true, true. Man, so all of that, man, it's supposed to be last. I'm supposed to follow all that up. <laughs> uh, man, I just would say, man, like uh, if I had any message, man, I would just say like. You know, for me, I don't know different people's wor world view or different things of that nature, man. But I know one thing that's really helped me, man, is just like, you know, my faith in Jesus, man. And so um, that's that's really been a blessing to me. Uh, it's really been a help to me to be in a worship space and a praise space, man. And so um, I would just say, man, just, you know, just get, get into your faith, man, and then trust that you're here for a reason. I think people think sometimes that we are just accidents, but that you are here for a reason. Find your purpose. And it'll be a grind sometime, but when you find what you are here for, work won't always feel like work. It'll for feel sure. like rest. So I, sure. I would say that. For sure. Um, you know, I'd like to take a moment and just kind of um, wish all those out there who are suffering or, you know, the, you know all the people we lost. Um, you know, I just I wish people positive vibes. Um, you know what I'm saying? The people who are suffering across the world, I wish you peace. Um you know, I want to say thank you to Delphine for taking the time thank and you. engineering thank for you. us. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Such a powerful woman. Um, other than that, do some self-care. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your health. 
and keep it you know, real. Keep it real. I appreciate everybody. <laughs> it's been another episode. Oh yeah, we're gonna leave this episode with uh, Sean Lamont's song, "Well Work Results." And yeah. you know, um, I'd like to say thank you to everybody for tuning in um, on Instagram. I see y'all. Hi to everybody that said hi. I'm waving <laughs> back at y'all. Salute. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, Delphine. We're gonna play uh, "Work Results" by Sean Lamont. Yeah. Uh. I've been locking in, cooking up. Shout out to my connect. I gotta get it by any means. I feel like Malcolm X. Child's been sewing in. Gave me a key down to OGM. Now I'm in the lab like a chemist. Mixing the piece with the OEMs. You see the code I'm in. Y'all really full of it. Y'all need to call the cleanse. Uh, part of the plow. Me and my Dobermans glossing that sodium. Yeah. I don't have time for the phoniness. I just avoid the erroneous. I'm trying to live for the king. I'm trying to only make only hits. Don't work, don't eat. I will never be the boniest. No. No running from the call. I am no Jonah. Look, I am still on it. I'm on the wave. Uh. I'm making waves, yeah. I've been MIA. I'm in the studio chopping these waves. Don't take it personal. This is my working flow. Uh, I'm on my job, employee of the month. See how I work the flow. Want the CEO to be pleased. Well done for the work I show. I'm praying for the increase. I'm trying to see the work results. Yeah. Play. Play. Work with the work results. Play. Work for the words of I treat the beat like I'm swinging the claw hammer. Then I let the beat at the feet of the Paul Bearer. Uh, I go retreat from the people who jabber. People who jabber. I do not need it. Keep, keep all the stammer. I'm trying to keep with the standard. I just been raising the banner, planting and planting. I'm trying to reap in all matters and manners. So part of my manners when I'm in the manor. I got a seed in this planet, right where they keep all the cannons. I'm feasting on manner. The view from the feast is bananas. But I got a feature to write in the beat to go master. In the household to manage. In the business to brand. I just write out the vision. He established the plans. I've been silent, I've been distant. I've been grinding, I've been busy. Life I live it on a mission. Call it time and then precision. Yeah. I gotta work, nobody go work for me. No way. You do not work, that is not work for me. No way. I gotta go out and get it. I gotta go. Come with a faith with the works to show. Blue collar like the working folks. I'm trying to see the work results. Yeah. Play. I'm on a way. Work for the work Play. results. Play. Work for the workers house. Work for the workers house. Work for the Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor Whiskey Dixie and the Big Wet Country, playing now through October 13th at the Imago Theater in Portland. Whiskey Dixie and the Big Wet Country is a raunchy outlaw country musical about a sexually frustrated cowgirl on a tragic comic ride from hell who will do whatever it takes to get off. Written by local award-winning and Grammy-nominated songwriter Amanda Richard and directed by Sarah Pope, this off-color comedy offers a feminist perspective into a world of dive bars, drunks, and country music. Again, that's Whiskey Dixie and the Big Wet Country, playing now through October 13th at Imago Theater, 17 Southeast 8th Avenue in Portland. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. Kboo Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor The Art of the Guillotine and other class horror stories on Friday, October 5th from 6 to 10 p.m. at the AFRU Gallery in Portland. 
In this exhibit, Shane Bugby has created a variety of handmade flags with messages for the powers that be, sculptural works that include $10,000 of real shredded U.S. currency, detention center liberty shanks, and a life-size model of a guillotine. The opening features snacks, cake, and interactive performances. Again, that's The Art of the Guillotine and other class horror stories on Friday, October 5th from 6 to 10 p.m. at the AFRU Gallery, 534 Southeast Oak Street in Portland. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. What is going on with you out there? KBOO Portland. It's 90.7 FM here in Portland, Oregon. Hello to you in Hood River, Columbia Gorge area at 91.9 FM. Philomath, Corvallis, Albany High at 104.3 FM. Worldwide, welcome to all of you at www.kboo.fm. Time now for another edition of Drinking from Puddles. Hello, I'm Brandon. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, got lots of uh, music, uh, new and old, coming up for you uh, between now and 10. I want to also thank uh, any and all of you who uh, donated to uh, this station in our recently completed membership drive, and especially, of course, if you did so here on the show. Um, let's get things going uh, this is new music from Gwenifer Raymond, uh, exceptionally uh, gifted guitarist, and her new Tompkins Square release is called You Were Never Much of a Dancer. This song is Sometimes There's Blood. It's Gwenifer Raymond. It's here for you on listener-supported KBOO Portland. I'm Brandon. This is Drinking from Puddles. Thank you once again for tuning in tonight. <laughs> 